Good evening. You've got the messed up northern boy, and this is my tales. And I've got some exciting news for everyone. We have our first sponsor. So I'd like everybody to go over and check out the Dusty Shed Wood Company on Facebook. That's the only place you can get to them right now. But the work is absolutely incredible. If you can think of anything with wood, they can make it. I ordered... I ordered three longboards, custom-made longboards for my kids for Christmas last year. Absolutely gorgeous. Go over, check them out. And if you don't see it on their page, send them a message. And they can do just about anything out of wood. One night when I was drinking, I actually sent them a message and asked if they could build me a wooden dildo and they were all for it they said they had never done one yet but they weren't opposed to trying to build one so get over there check out the dusty shed wood company and tell them the messed up northern boy sent you over there to them so i'm pretty excited to be and teaming up with them here for a little while and uh, they're just a small company from Alberta and uh, they're just as messed up as I am or you are for listening so get the fuck over there check their page out and god damn it order something all right so now we're going to take a step back to uh, mid to late 90s. And I want to tell a story, well, a few stories about when I got hit by the car. I was uh, riding my bicycle down to the mall to meet my girlfriend. And I didn't stop because I didn't see the car because there was a bush there and she didn't really stop because there was the bush there and she couldn't see me. And she ended up running me over and destroyed my left ankle. I actually had to go in for surgery. But before we got to that point... Right after I got ran over, I stood up and uh, I started walking around. Didn't think I was hurt. And apparently I was hurt pretty damn bad. But I didn't feel it. I must have been the shock. And the lady that ran me over kept wanting me to go to the hospital and I told her, no, take me home. So... Well, this messed up northern boy. I was a bit of a mama's boy. I wanted to go home to my mama. So this lady that had accidentally hit me and full on ran over my foot, loaded my bike into the back seat of her car and gave me a ride all the way across town to my house. 
and uh, got out of the car and I couldn't stand on it at this point anymore. So I grabbed my mangled up front tire and I used that as a cane to get up to the house. And then my mom fucking freaked out and lost it. it. Made me go up to the hospital. So I went up there and figured out it was really, really badly broken and I had to go for surgery and yada, yada, yada. Whatever. So that girlfriend that I had at the time, she was kind of a crazy, annoying bitch, to be honest with you. And uh, they had me so hopped up on fucking morphine. I was loving life laying in the hospital bed. And because I was in my late teens, I wasn't old enough to go into the normal surgical floor. But I was too old to be in a room with a little kid on pediatrics. So they put me on the peds floor and I got a whole room to myself, which was pretty cool. I had, except for the annoying fucking wallpaper and shit that was in there. It was happy little wallpaper with happy little houses and happy little cars and just little kid shit. And it was driving me retarded. And then I ended up getting whacked out of my head on the morphine and started to like that. And they wheeled in a TV and a VCR. Yeah, because I'm not fucking old. A TV and a VCR, not even a DVD player. And it wasn't one of these flat screen TVs. It was the big ass old tube TVs. And they wheeled that in and I watched Babe. One about the pig, and I am fucking floored on morphine, and that was one of the trippiest movies at that point in my life that I had ever seen, because at that point I hadn't really started to play too much with the drugs yet, I think I'd smoked a doobie once or twice, I think I tried to snope, smoke some catnip with Brent, that was fucking stupid, but <laughs> we did it, <laughs> and uh so that was a pretty cool movie, and I kind of liked the the wallpaper when I was fucking high off my ass on the morphine. But that girlfriend of mine, she uh, every time she'd come up, she'd piss me off and annoy me, so I'd pretend I'd go to sleep. And I think it was the one time I had actually pretended to go to sleep, and... My buddy Waffle was up there, and he knew I was had had enough of this girl, and uh, he made out with her, and then when I got out of the hospital, he told me and uh, gave me a good reason to get rid of her. <laughs> I actually think that's the same chick that showed up for one of the Justin's birthday parties and had hairy fucking armpits. And everybody was bugging her about it. And she went in the house to go to the bathroom. And came back out and had no more fucking hairy armpits. Shaved her armpits with that Justin's razor. And, well, he'd think that that would stop the people bugging her. But, nope, it sure as fuck didn't. I can't even remember what the hell her name was. But she used to... 
the band Corn had a song, or they have a song. It's called Adidas. All day I dream about sex. And she was so fucking crazy. She changed the lyrics to Adidas. All day I dream about Dave. Yeah, she was a fucking weirdo, but whatever. But same time I was on my crutches. Remember, we went over to the fair, and uh, Brent's brother at the time had an '84 Chevy Silverado. Long box, regular cab. Fucking love that truck. And then Brent actually ended up buying it. And then one of the Justins bought it. And that's where it is now. I'd like to get my hands on that truck one day eventually. But I have a feeling that's not going to happen because of events that I choose not to discuss on this. But... uh we're at the fair, and Brent's brother come to pick us up. And we were all jumping into the box of the pickup to get back, get a ride back into town. And I remember everybody's like, "How are you going to get in? How are you going to get in?" And I fucking started running on the on the crutches, and just fucking launched myself up over the side of the box on those crutches. I was pretty good on crutches. Spent a lot of time on crutches in my life. I used to go on, go to the bar with crutches all the time and just wait for that one asshole to try and kick my crutch out so I could fucking drop him, crank him with it. As soon as he tried to kick it out, give him a smack right in his shin with the fucking edge of the wooden crutch, drop him every fucking time. <clears throat> but back about the same time as all that stuff was going on, Stretch's mom, she bought a brand new second gen Dodge. They'd only been out for a couple of years at that point. I think it was a 97 or a 98. And she bought it brand spanking new. It was this teal baby blue kind of color. Regular cab, short box, 4x4 sport. Had the 5.9 liter Magnum in it. And, uh, Stretch come and picked me up, and I was on my crutches. And we grabbed Baby Ray. And we grabbed a bunch of booze, and we were out cruising the back roads. And we were at a little town probably about 45 minutes away from home. And started realizing we were running out of gas real fast. So we pulled into... I believe it was a Tags gas station. And back then, you could still fuel up in Alberta without prepaying. You can't do that now. Now you got to prepay, probably because of assholes like us. So I got out and I started pumping the fuel because Stretch said, yeah, let's fill the tank. And he went in and did something. And then he come back out. And then he told Baby Ray, you finished pumping that. Dave, get in, sit in the middle. And Baby Ray's like, well, why doesn't he have to pump it? He said, I'm paying for the beer. And Stretch looked at him and says, because the second you hang that pump up, you need to launch yourself into this truck, and we are fucking gone. 
Didn't realize we were doing a gas and dash. So, tanks filled, and I mean fucking stuffed full. And he hangs it up, he jumps in, and stretch slammed that fucking thing into drive and just put her to the fucking floorboards. Squealed out of there, went flying down the highway, took a couple of back roads and got onto a, just another secondary highway and then got the fuck out of that area. Because there was... Uh, they had a police detachment there in that little town and there was a detachment in the next town over which was only about 20 minute drive. And then... Uh, So there were within about a 45 minute drive, there was three detachments for sure, plus a couple of the small towns had one officer in them. So it was get the fuck out of there. And then we went and we hit that uh, 4 by 4 park I talked about in earlier episodes. And we were drinking our beers and bagging the shit out of this brand new truck out there. And there was this one place we were just having a fucking blast in. Launching that truck over hills and into puddles and just chewing everything right up. Covered that fucking truck. And, uh, <coughs> we actually ended up getting it stuck. And then when I say stuck, I mean fucking buried. So we walked out to the entrance of the 4x4 park and waited for somebody else to come because there was always trucks coming in and out and this was before the days of cell phones so you just waited for somebody else to see if they could come and give you a tug out and there was three or four trucks coming in so they come over and they tried getting us out and they fucking hammered that thing hard I don't even think that truck was two weeks old yet but they couldn't get her out so we jumped in with them, loaded our beer up, locked the truck off them, went four by four in with them for a bit. Come back out, we are all gassed right up. And decided to give it a try, pulling it out backwards instead of forwards. And, well, we got it out, but in Stretch's almighty fucking wisdom, instead of getting the hell out of where we were just hung up so horrible, it was, fuck, let's do it again. Regardless to say... Or needless to say, we ended up getting a ride back into town from those guys, and then he had to phone his mom. And I don't know what he told her, but I could imagine she wasn't real fucking impressed. But that was it was a pretty fun day. <laughs> I think we might have gassed and dashed more than that, more than just the once, but I'm not sure. But fuck, was that ever a beautiful second gen Dodge? Just gorgeous. Another one, kind of back around the same time frame. My buddy Rudy Glotty. Or, no, Rudy? No, no, that wasn't him. That was Rudolph Nixon. Uh, Rudolph Nixon lived next door to me. And he was dating this girl. Let's call her Stinky Box. <laughs> And me and Rudolph, we were pretty close. Of course, he lived next door. We were always together. 
Well, that motherfucker, he used to wake me up after a night with Stinky Box. He'd come over, if the door was locked on the house and nobody else was awake, he'd come up and he'd climb through my fucking bedroom window and to wake me up, he'd run those fucking fingers under my nose that I'd wake up gagging and just about puking. And he'd laugh about every fucking time. I still think the only reason he was with that chick as long as he was was because he quite thoroughly enjoyed torturing me with that. But uh, a couple times, he, he's got a couple brothers, a couple sisters. Um, his, his mom, she was, she was MILF. <laughs> I hope one of the boys is listening. And if they are, I'm still waiting to get you guys to do my theme music for the podcaster. But anyways, Rudolph's bedroom was downstairs in the basement. And we went through this phase where we were playing with blow darts that we'd make. You take those cheap-ass dollar store Q-tips. They gotta be the plastic ones though, they just work better. And you melt the tip and you take a sewing needle and you stick a fucking sewing needle up inside it and melt the plastic around it. And you take apart a big pen and tape the hole in it, stuff the Q tip with the pen on there and fucking let her buck like a spitball. Well, Rudolph had done something to piss us off. <laughs> we had him cornered in his room, and there was four or five of us that day, I think. <coughs> and when we fucking let him have it with those... <coughs> with those fucking blow darts, after we were done, there was probably 20 or 30 of them cocksuckers sticking out of them. That had to have fucking hurt. He wasn't the brightest guy back in the day, but he was small. Fuck, none of us were. He had some uh, pretty crazy times. There was this girl that a few of you that are listening know exactly who I'm talking about. So I definitely will not say the name. But uh, they were at a school kind of halfway between where we lived and where she lived and they were going to have sex on this hill well he didn't have rubber so they went to her place because they were a little bit closer and she couldn't find a rubber and she couldn't find any fucking saran wrap and <laughs> apparently he asked if they had tinfoil she said yeah they grabbed some tinfoil and back to the park they went. Well, I didn't see her for a while after that. But I do know this. He was fairly fucking sore for a while. It was kind of funny to watch him walk. And no, that wasn't Stinky Finger. Or Stinky Box or whatever I decided to call her. That was a different girl. And then another... A little bit of one. Well, this one kind of goes back to a few of us who are kind of involved in this one. So, 
there was me and King. We were going to pick up, I think it was just a quarter of weed. And uh, we went and picked it up from the bomb and Fast Hog. And oh, I don't remember who all the hell was living there at the time. But they gave us a warning that it was Cocoa Puffs with something else and a big-ass fucking, like, jelly-filled center. But it wasn't jelly. It was a straight-up cocaine-filled bud, plus the bud or the outside of the bud. And I think even a little bit of something else was sprinkled in there, too into every bud so right away we're going up to see rudolph nixon we're gonna go get that little fucker fucked right up and uh so we make the walk probably an hour hour and a half walk from where we were down to get back up to uh rudolph nixon's place there and we we didn't smoke none of that we finished off the older stuff we had and then uh, we get up there. And then we get Rudolph outside in the backyard. And we tell him what it is. And he gets all happy and hyper and excited. And he's like, fuck it, let's hit this shit and get fucked up. So we load the bowl up with a couple of the fat fucking buds that were in there. And we start going to town on it. He has his first couple of hoots. We ask him, how are you doing? And the silly fucker started jumping. It was like he was doing jumping jacks. I feel fucking incredible. <laughs> I think that was the night that we just laid in the backyard or just in the alley behind the house. It was my house and his house because, like I said, we were right next door to each other. And just stared at the at the sky and thought we saw aliens in the sky and all kinds of shit. And just fucked out of our heads. But, uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll call this an episode here now. And Again, sorry about that. A little bit of a hiatus. Uh, had some stuff going on in my personal life. And just didn't have a chance to get on here and do this I was actually home last weekend for those of you that didn't get to see me which are pretty much all of you uh, sorry, not sorry because I'm a dickhead and I don't go up there to see everybody every time I go so if you're lucky enough to be one of the ones to see me love ya and fuck you and if you're one of the ones that wasn't lucky enough to see me this time, fuck you and I love ya <laughs> Alrighty, and again, I just want to give a huge, huge shout-out to the Dusty Shed Wood Company. Get over there on Facebook. Check them out. Even if you don't see anything you like, send them a message. Because they'll tell you either they can do it or fuck off. Especially if you tell them you heard about them through the tales of a messed up northern boy. Alright, and on that note, don't walk a mile in my shoes.
because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you will see why I am a messed up northern boy, and these are my tales.